Today, Rinpoche spoke of the many benefits of the aspirational spirit of enlightenment, and specifically the second benefit mentioned in the Lamrim Chemo, being fully endowed with protective merit and the nine categories listed in Jayan Sheba's category. Okay, so um, once again, we're looking at Lama Tsongkhapa's great treatise on the stages of the path to enlightenment, and specifically the section on training the mind in the stage of the path for beings of great capacity. Uh, so right now, we're under the, uh, in the section that has a major heading called Maintaining and Not Weakening What You Have Attained. So we're in Stasha, uh, so, uh, if you could hand, Stasha, if you could hand out uh, um, sweets, uh, it's nice to have that together, Rinpoche said, with uh, We have the... Um, Rinpoche makes these. Uh, if anybody's curious what the ingredients are, it's just butter, honey, uh, barley flour. Anything else? Am I missing any of the ingredients? But butter, honey, bar barley flour. So that's all that's in these. Rinpoche makes them and then makes a torma offering and then breaks them up into these pieces to offer out. So. Uh, just for anybody who wants to know what that is, that's what he's handing out. Rimche said it goes nice with butter tea. Uh, so, uh, currently we're in the section on maintaining the spirit of enlightenment. So, uh, we're in the section on the Bodhisattva vows, and then specifically in the section on the Bodhisattva vows, we have this idea of maintaining bodhicitta, or maintaining the spirit of awakening. Uh, so it says, maintaining and not weakening what you have attained, you need to know the precepts. So I will explain them. This has two parts. So uh, the advices or precepts related to the spirit of awakening, and specifically this section on the Bodhisattva vows, has two parts. First, the training and the precepts that cause you not to weaken your spirit of enlightenment in this lifetime, and then the training and the precepts that cause you not to separate from your uh, spirit of enlightenment in future lifetimes. So the first category deals with your bodhicitta and relates it to this lifetime, and the next category dealing with not weakening your bodhicitta in future lifetimes. Uh, so these are the two categories, and this is on page 70 in the English. Anyone who's, excuse me, following along uh, is where we're, I don't know exactly where we'll begin today. Rimshay will let me know. Uh, but that section where we find those two categories are on 69 and 70, and the general outline for this section is on that page as well, on 69. <laughs> Less so. Tambo. Sanji Pi Shito, Lantro, Sanji Balalabas, 
Training in the uh, so the first so there are two categories under this uh, um, major heading of maintaining and not weakening uh, what you have attained. So this is all in relation to the bodhisattva uh, and the bodhisattva vows section again in context. So there are two categories: uh, training in the precepts or the the advices that cause you not to uh, weaken your. Uh, spirit of enlightenment in this lifetime, and then those practices, training and precepts that cause you not to uh, weaken your spirit of enlightenment, your spirit of enlightenment in future lifetimes. So that first category that deals with this lifetime specifically, Lama Tsongkhapa breaks down into four categories, as you see uh, in the Lam Rem Shemo. It says the training and the precepts that cause you not to weaken your spirit of enlightenment in this lifetime has four parts. So the training and the precept to recall the benefits of the spirit of enlightenment in order to increase the strength of your enthusiasm for it uh, is the first category. Second category, the training and the precept to generate the spirit of enlightenment six times each day in order to increase the actual spirit of enlightenment. Uh, so this is uh, taking six times uh, each day in the morning and night, three and three, to uh, generate this spirit of enlightenment, as Rinpoche previously said. The training and the precept not to mentally abandon the living beings for whose sake you develop the spirit of enlightenment. And four, the training and the precept to accumulate the collection of uh, merit and sublime wisdom. So the two collections, of collection of merit and collection of exalted or sublime wisdom. What uh, the name of the... Okay, so we're going to begin in the section that deals with the benefits of the spirit of awakening and specifically uh, according to Asanga's Bodhisattva levels. Uh, so if you s it's on that same page on page 70 at the bottom. Uh, it says the benefits mentioned in the Bodhisattva levels are those of the aspirational spirit of enlightenment. Uh, so this is where we're going to begin uh, to deal with the ex explanation of this uh, aspiring mind. <laughs> Sin Okay, 
Okay, so uh, we begin with this uh, section that deals with the um, explanation of the benefits according to Asanga's text called the Bodhisattva Levels. Uh, there are 19 different chapters, if you will, or sections of the, that Asanga text, and, and this text mentions the, uh, quite a, a great deal about the Bodhisattva vows, benefits, and so forth. But what uh, Lama Tsongkhapa is saying here, that the benefits mentioned in the Asanga text are benefits specific to the aspiring bodhicitta, or this aspiring spirit of awakening. Uh, so it says, the benefits mentioned in the bodhisattva levels are those of the aspirational spirit of enlightenment. The text states two benefits for the first stable generation of the spirit of enlightenment. So for the first moment that one uh, generates that actual bodhicitta, there are uh, two, um, it says, two benefits that occur. It says, first, becoming a pure field for accumulating merit, and second, becoming fully endowed with protective merit. Uh, so there are two categories that will be explained uh, in this section. And then the first category is that becoming a pure field for accumulating merit. Um, and Lama Tsongkhapa then cites a quote from uh, Shanti Deva's Guide to the Bodhisattva's Way of Life uh, and, and many other, uh, and we also find in many other perfection of wisdom texts the same sentiment um, that as soon as one becomes a bodhisattva, the moment that one generates the mind that aspires to enlightenment, uh, wherever he or she is, whatever kind of being he or she or it is in any among the six realms of cyclic existence, at that moment that the a spirit of awakening is generated, that being becomes an object of reverence for all other beings in all realms. Uh, so uh, um, that's the point that's going to be made in this first category of be that you become this pure field of merit. It's that once you become a bodhisattva, <coughs> you become an object of reverence for, it says, uh, gods and humans. So all beings um, then revere you, no matter what realm kind of being you are, once you generate this spirit of awakening. So this is the first benefit that's going to be spoken of. So Rinpoche just wants me to read the entire um, paragraph uh, that deals with this. Uh, the first benefit, becoming a pure field for accumulating merit, is as follows. As engaging in the bodhisattva deed states and are revered both in the worlds of humans and deities, you become an object of worship for all living beings immediately after you have developed the spirit of enlightenment. In accordance with the statement that uh, immediately after developing the spirit of enlightenment, you surpass all the great arhats in terms of your lineage, you become superior and highest. Even when you perform a small meritorious action, gives forth limitless effects, so you are a field for accumulating merit. As all the world relies on you, you are like the earth, thus you are like the father to all beings. Uh, then the Peyun Tambo, 
the Kangaloson. Jitin Lama Jewish had Odero, Jitin Lama Kongkona, okay. Saint Abajo at Nazi at the year. That never never maybe never maybe so no, the battle good and go. Such a good and do ah. Saint-Germain, Debutaye Sejinotumares, Nigga then Tambo Gare Rimbache, the Nyantu Dan Ranjao, the Tambo? Nipa. Tambo Shunju? Then Tambo Juba do the good on Tambo Dabu. Okay. Then a Nipa Nyerang? Nyerang Tanda. Okay. Suba Jerang? Nyerang Rijugan is a Lugan 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 is a Sumba the sunam? Nibaro, Niba. Lesser, Nipa, Nirang. Then a sumba, the 
Sunan Chon, Debo Chambo. Or a neighbor, then mother and do that road. Neighbor Sanga said the door. Neighbor Sanga, somebody in us at the year. Somebody in us at the year. Going on to our neighbor. Then my table down to that. Ah. Didn't how much of a sergeant you said, Tamale, only I said it. Tawulma, never member said to Gusha Guroa. Going on Tombe there, Saint Germain, near us, you never tombe here. Okay. Tanya, but there, Colugi Jabba said the Redua, Colugi Jabba. Okay. Lesso, Lesso, Sunan Chambo, the Chicken of the Colugi Jabba. What the Colugi Jabba said, what the Tenomani, but the Tangisin of the Sunan, the Shin, Shin too. Colugi Jabba de Losoma Mobiores, Lesser. Colugi Jabba de Colugi Jabba, Soma, Ninjuji Tatu, Son Yuse, Ne Nilokan, Hanson Pameba, Jobana, Nezina, Mamai, Numanebe, Nebanaji, Timinuba was. Example, example, Colugi Jabba de Lesser. So, Mamma Boga Son de Gades, then Son de Zan, Ne Luna, Ne Luba inanda, Ne Maluba inanda, and the Soma Son de Zan, Nobajig, no two mares, less Tombuji, less Tombuji, never the Derecha. Shaju said Julia Vina, Hanya Legina, Lelabium Gores, less Shaju same man as Angagi than Galicabroda, Jupadish with Tibata. Sanga to Jitibas, Paradisim with TV, Jusibala, then, eh? And the Sanga Juro. Shall you send you enough passing along the two to your draw? And then Han Jugu in the Abyung with his lesser. Sanga dance, lesser. The Nyeran Tambo Nipa, this Nipa Chicken a Goyere. Tundal Gudogo Chicken of the Gangasin of the Lanram Chambo, Pemba Niere. Then Payon Nipa, the Kolo Jujelpo Gutsogudu. Chicken of the Payon Nipa, never maybe, never maybe to love Gules, Jangeva, and Okay, okay. So we're, we're um, just going through this the, the giant Sheba commentary in this section. Uh, it seems to become, as we witnessed last week, with the numbers uh, of the actual categories. So uh, we just uh, the categories are there are nine categories that are going to begin in the second benefit section. So we're just going to go through this first benefit section, and I'm going to read it um, just through. Uh, according to um, 
I already read it. I don't see any pro. I already read the paragraph. Um, okay, so here um, it says you become an object of worship for all living beings immediately after you've developed the spirit of enlightenment. With a, in accordance with the statement that immediately after developing the spirit of enlightenment, you surpass all the great arhats in terms of your lineage. You become superior and highest. So what is the meaning of this? Um, so it says that the moment that you generate the mind that aspires to enlightenment, you at that moment become higher in terms of lineage than a, an arhat, a hearer arhat, or a prachika uh, um, solitary realizer arhat, a, a shravaka or a prachika buddha arhat. In terms of your lineage, you surpass them. So what is the meaning of this? Um, there are two different categories we can look at. There can be uh, this in terms of lineage um, and then in terms of realization. So it's not until the seventh bodhisattva ground that we can say that there is any superiority in terms of the bodhisattva to a, a hearer, a solitary realizer, arhat, um, because they have the direct valid cognition of emptiness. But what happens to the bodhisattva on the higher grounds, at the seventh ground, the last three pure grounds, is that he or she is able to, from one moment to the next, cognize, directly cognize emptiness and then retract it. Directly cognize emptiness and retract it. And this is in a moment, one moment to the next. So one moment directly perceive emptiness, the next moment retract it. The next moment directly perceive emptiness. So this ability to go back and forth between direct perception of emptiness uh, and not is something that we find on the, at the seventh bodhisattva ground and higher. But in terms of lineage, the moment that that being becomes a bodhisattva, he or she becomes in the lineage of the Buddhas, becomes in the lineage of Buddha. So the lineage is higher than that arhat because he or she, the arhat, is in the Hinayana lineage, uh, even though he or she is in Nirvana, they are still in the Hinayana lineage. The Mahayana lineage is higher. And as a translator's note, in Sanskrit, if you look at Mahayana and you look at Hinayana, Maha means great, Hina means smaller, so or lesser. So this is why we say in terms of lineage, it's greater because he or she becomes in the lineage of the Mahayana and the of Hinayana photo-destroyer fo uh, um, of the here in solitary realizer are in the lesser lineage. So that's the meaning behind that. So once the Bodhisattva reaches that seventh ground, he or she can momentarily for directly perceive emptiness, and that uh, exceeds the realization of the even Hinayana Arhat. But before that, the Hinayana Arhat's realizations are higher than that in terms of realization, are higher than that of, of the bodhisattva. Um, so, Nyiran, Dandaju. Okay. Then, so then Rinpoche is saying that the, then the nine categories that Jayan Sheba points out actually begin under this second benefit where it says uh, you become... Uh, you, I'll read it. The second benefit, being fully endowed with protective merit, is as follows. As you are always protected by guardians that are twice as numerous as those of a universal monarch, you cannot be harmed by, harmed by yaksas or local spirits, even when you are sleeping, drunk, or careless. 
secret mantras and knowledge mantras that can cure epidemics, injuries, and infections, but are not effective in the hands of living beings, become effective when someone with a stable generation of the spirit of en enlightenment uses them. Why mention the mantras that do work when used by living beings? So here it's, it's speaking of the two kind of categories that one could think about in terms of the perfection vehicle and all of the hindrances and so forth, spirits, negative obscurations that could come up. The uh, spirit of enlightenment becomes a guardian for that uh, person. Uh, because the spirit of enlightenment um, attracts the protectors of the world, protects the guardians of the world. It says that you have guardians twice as much as a universal monarch. So you have an army, if you will, that guards you that's bigger than that of a universal monarch's army. Uh, so here, this is that first uh, point that it's being made. So this would be in terms of the perfection vehicle. Then in terms of the tantric vehicle, it says secret mantras and knowledge mantras that can cure epidemics, injuries, and infections but are not effective in the hands of living beings becomes effective when someone with a stable generation of the spirit of enlightenment uses them. So it means that the potency of these tantric remedies and mantras and so forth rely upon bodhicitta to work, to be activated. So their potency requires bodhicitta. It says when, it, it, when it's in the hands of somebody who has this, they work. So when, it's, when someone generates bodhicitta, he or she becomes a bodhisattva. So it's saying that when a bodhisattva uses these mantras, because he or she has bodhicitta, it's a qualifying factor of bo for a bodhisattva, they work. Um, so uh, this is the, these are two points that are made, one point about the relative things and the other point about the secret vehicle and the tantric vehicle and its potency in relation to the spirit of awakening. Okay, then Nipa. Uh, Nipa the Lord, the song I said. This is going uh, to break down into the, the two categories, Rinpoche said, going back. You have nine categories. First category will be the relative, and the second category will get into the secret mantras and, and so forth. Um, so um, when we uh, look at Tantrayana, we look at Tantra, uh, there are four categories we divide it into. Um, action Tantra, uh, Performance Tantra, Yogic Tantra, and Highest Yogic Tantra. Uh, so there are four classes of Tantrayana um, uh, that we, we, we have. So this second category deals with the potency of the four classes of Tantra in relation to uh, Bodhicitta. Um, so um, Rinpoche said that the first category is the universal monarch uh, points <laughs> that you're protected. Uh, and the second category, um, and so that's in, in the relative points. The second category deals with the uh, tantric potency. And Rinpoche began by explaining the four classes. There are four classes of tantra. And the two bit the war, one bit new to the Vaji, Mother Vaji. 
دواجی لچا بچا بدلان تے شی بچا نے نے جودی جے تے شاوی مورس تے دواجی یانجو سرنگ دے کیمگار دے دواجی کیمگار شاوی جی تامو پمل چابی اون وچ تا دے جورو تا ولا تے نے چیبن دے جورو دواجی مورو دوا دے کہ تو نی تو سنا سائی دے جو نے وتے تا ای دوا دے ہمر شاجی شاجی اوکے تا دا گوت نا سنا پنسو کیمگار نے انہیں چھاپا چھے دوا چھے گروہ تھا دوا چھے دوا تلان سے بیسانے شاجو شو جو ہیں بھر شو جو گوہتاں تاتاں لاجان تاں لاجان سے پھر جو ہے گوہتاں تاتاں لاجان تاں تا پھر چھو بھی دوا چھو گروہ وہ تے دوا تے لان تو شیبی چھا نے نین جو جو دمین روا نین جو جو جیپا یایوں جیوہ تر روا ویزن of the bliss or the happiness that's generated at various levels of experience. We, we relate those blisses to each of these four tantras and say that there are four levels of those blisses. Um, um, so there's this attachment that takes place to a, this bliss and, and that has four different levels according to this explanation. Um, and one can utilize that bliss to realize emptiness in f four, uh, with, with four different levels as well. So the potency of each of the levels becomes greater. The degree of potency becomes greater um, as we go through the classes of Action Tantra, Performance Tantra, Yogic Tantra, and Highest Yogic Tantra. Each of those um, has, as in that order, a higher bliss than the one before it. Uh, so the first action tantra, the bliss that is compared to is the bliss or happiness that occurs when one gazes at a potential uh, um, uh, partner, if you will, or um, uh, it, a boy gazing at a girl, literally, uh, or a girl gazing at a boy. Um, so it's called gazing or looking or glancing. Uh, it's translated a lot of different ways. Um, but the happiness that's generated uh, or the bliss that's generated when there's an attraction that takes place is a translator's note, um, when there's gazing that takes place. So that level of happiness or bliss is related to action tantra. So that one would utilize that and transform it into the ability to a wisdom. So that kind of um, uh, strength of emotion that, that's occurring there, you transform it, use it for something else. Uh, the next level is called the bliss that is, uh, occurs from laughing. Um, so here this means when, or sometimes translated as smiling at one another. So uh, it goes beyond just a glance it then becomes a smile, uh, or something that's a little more. So the bliss that's created once the, you're, that smiled at, if you will, um, that 
is compared to the bliss that one utilizes, transforms into a path in the performance tantra. Uh, so that's the second category. The third category is yogic tantra, and the bliss there is the bliss of embracing. Uh, sometimes they say uh, touching, holding hands. Uh, Rinpoche said giving a hug. He gave that when he just gave that example of an embrace. Um, so the bliss that occurs um, uh, once there is an actual embrace or a hug or holding of hands, some, some kind of touching uh, that occurs. Uh, so that is compared to yogic tantra. So that level of bliss is the level of bliss uh, that the level of attachment to that bliss, that kind of bliss, that level of bliss, is the, the, the level that one is able to transform that negative emotion into path in the yogic tantra. So then the highest yoga tantra is, utilizes the highest form of bliss, uh, and that is the bliss of... Um, uh, sexual contact. Um, so the bliss that's generated um, at that point um, is the bliss uh, that is compared to highest yoga tantra. So we're transforming that um, attachment, that level of, of bliss, attachment to that bliss into a pathway that directly realizes emptiness. Um, so because there are these degrees or levels of attachment to bliss or the, the bliss itself has with, just as a translator's note, the bliss itself has loaded in it this kind of attachment to it. Um, so that you could just say levels of bliss alone and it's inferred in, in it, that kind of attachment to it. So because there are these different levels of bliss, there are corresponding levels of tantra that utilize those different levels of bliss in order to achieve Buddhahood, but in order to directly realize emptiness, and, and we, those, those seemingly uh, negative attachments are transformed into path. Uh, so there are those four. So this is one reason uh, that's given, or a sign uh, that's given for there being four classes of Tantra. Why four? The reason is there are four levels of bliss. Disa. What that Jiba wants, you know, the Pemela Tower, the Guba to choose at the Jarawa, Pemela Jaba, you know, and then Bullet Tower, Guba to Chuba, and the Kaluja. So uh, if you can, Remiche is saying you can use either sex, a boy looking at a girl, girl looking at a boy, the Chikshena put the Arila Pudan Pu Kashe. ジャグ、ジャブドゥエ。で、チャソンでよめめし。か。ブイポムラグバタタワ。イシジャンドワ。ペメポラタワドグバチュバワテネ。イシジャンドワ。ユネデクリワジャ、コンソチナマチュワジ
we can we can say that uh, we can say it's a boy looking at a girl or a girl looking at a boy. And I said to Rinpoche, in these you know these times, should in these contemporary times, do we also need to address also boy looking at a boy, girl looking at a girl? And Rinpoche said. Absolutely. It's similar. These aren't in the texts from before. We don't have these written in the texts, um, but it would be similar. These four levels of attachment that occur uh, for some of atta attraction, if you will, uh, it, that word can be used even though it's not in the, the Tibetan. It's just bliss, attachment to bliss. But that four levels of attraction would be the same, Rinpoche said. Uh, so said so even though it's, it's written about, it's interchangeable, you can say boy looking at a girl or girl looking at a boy, if we bring it to contemporary times, Rinpoche, it's similar, said. So it's very important to think, though, that when we're uh, utilizing these things in deity yoga, we have to be having as the basis of these uh, the mind that aspires to enlightenment, utilize, un, united with the wisdom realizing emptiness. Uh, because if we don't think about it in this way, and we don't saturate our meditation with this, these two realizations, then we'll just lead to attachment, and we'll lead to more negativity. Um, so if we are not able to utilize these emotions properly, if we aren't advanced enough, if we aren't ready, if you will, I'm putting that in as a translator, if we're not ready, then the, the um, consequence could be that we just, j it becomes the opposite of what we're looking for. It, it becomes the, uh, it turns around into something that uh, is a creator of more attachment instead of uh, something that abandons attachment. So by by utilizing this bodhicitta, uniting it with emptiness, it actually serves to eradicate its, the attachment that it's using. Uh, whereas if it's not used properly, it will just increase the attachment itself. Diesel. <laughs> So 
Okay, so I just wanted to make sure I translated this uh, properly um, uh, because it's very important. And Rinpoche said that um, there are those uh, um, who, there, there is a problem that can arise, obviously. Those who have the ordained status are forbidden um, from engaging in intercourse. Um, so it, one has to be very, very careful uh, because there has been problems in the past. Um, one needs to be careful that to realize that it's a wrong idea that anyone can just practice this. If there is not a stable realization of emptiness and the mind that aspires to enlightenment there, then it's not possible to transform this negativity into a path. Once you have these realizations and you utilize this bliss, it's no longer an attachment that one is utilizing. It's no longer the same type of, of thing as a translator's note, the ordinary bliss that comes from intercourse. It's no, and the attachment that comes from that. It's no longer that anymore. It's been transformed by that being into a pathway to, be, to enlightenment. But one who is <coughs> unable to, because he or she does not have the realizations necessary, does not have the stable ground that is necessary in order to practice this, um, actually fuels his or her attachment, and it becomes a cause for negative results. So there's a danger that can occur, and Rinpoche said it's very important that you think about this, that these practices are only for those beings who have these other high realizations. Without, with, with the absence of those realizations, it merely creates more attachment. 
It does not create any realization beyond attachment and negativity. Uh, so it's just imp important to think of this. Okay, five women. Yeah. So we find in past historical teachings, uh, the story of Ralo Tsawa, uh, who actually had was a f uh, had robes, was a fully ordained Gulung Paidumba, fully ordained monk, uh, and he had five women. Um, so he was the uh, um, practitioner, the holder of the, the Yamantaka uh, teachings. Uh, so we find a historical documentation of Ralo Tsawa having uh, these uh, um, five, w five women or wives, Jemen, it could be translated as wives. But Shansa Jaswa? I want to know if he made the Kong. Rala Tsawa, neutral mambo. Rala Tsawa is a troublemaker. Always. Rala Tsawa lived in a province that was close to Lhasa Tanyepo. Lhasa Tanyepo. Kumbo. Is that a place name? Place name. Oh, he's from Gompo. Then the man who did that, the one who did that, the one who Oh, the beautiful world was emanation. Put him in jail. Mm. I'm really bad with stories. <laughs> as soon as we get out of philosophy and the words of philosophy, so Ralatsawa was put in jail by the king and house. Like house was it house arrest um, because of 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 this? Yeah, he's, yeah, it was a beautiful. There was a beautiful girl, and Ralatsawa said that she was an emanation of Yamantaka. So the, the king of the area then. So put him, put it, tie his hands up with a rope, sounds like handcuffs, and put him in jail. Uh, so the next morning, Rallo wasn't there. He had gone. He was outside. Uh, Oh, so if if I make a mistake, I really apologize. But then I guess they became faithful in in Rallo because he disappeared miraculously from the jail and said we're sorry and made paid homage to him and said he could have uh, girlfriends, right? <laughs> Is that correct? Yeah. <laughs> so some someone who has these high realizations, even if they are ordained. Um, it's not a negative consequence. Just, again, these high realizations that we're talking about. And as a note, the Dalai Lama said there's one bodhisattva 
was that lived at in in Ganden Monastery. So in the world, you know. So when we're talking of beings that have these realizations, they're not just anybody. So Marpa say Ralo Gapomare, Gigi Gapomare, Hindu Chutes on Ladanson. What does that mean? Uh, in history, we find that uh, one of the major opponents of Ralo Tsao was Marpa's son, uh, who felt that uh, the teachings of Yamantaka were Hindu teachings, that they weren't actual Buddhist teachings. And they said, you're worshiping a, an animal head deity, a deity with horns on its head. Uh, how can this possibly be uh, a, a Buddha or a, a deity worthy of our worship? Um, and then there was a Again, uh, historical is not my specialty. Uh, then uh, Ralotsawa actually reacted against uh, the son of Marpa uh, and his kind of group that were against him, utilizing black magic and uh, killed 13 uh, people with this black magic uh, to basically... Um, not to save the Yamantaka lineage, to make sure the Yamantaka lineage wasn't stopped. So we find this in the the Delpa Ming the Dharmapada we find in the comment uh, this commentary which is a non, probably a, a story uh, life stories of uh, Ralo Tsawa and it the the Becha the Dundagare the Ralo Tsawa the Namtar the Becha the Namtar Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, he already said this. So in a commentary, in a Yamantaka commentary, we find uh, points made uh, by the master. I just mentioned that uh, even though there were 13 people killed by Ralo with black magic, that um, this was, because of Ralo's extreme realization, this was not a misdeed. Uh, so we find um, points made about this and why in this commentary on on Yamantaka. Muchi 
So um, by you, when he killed them with black magic, the jusum, the dajin. Uh, so the, there's some some that say their doubts are that why you know so that there's a, something that he saved them from going to hell and they were then born into a pure land that their consequences were going to be that they would be born into hell if they kept what what they were doing so he saved them from that and they were born into a pure land so that's a point that's made alternatively as well. Uh, so when we speak about Tantra, it's important to understand uh, what the meaning of, of this is. The Chutsu Jupa lesson. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, we're at 10 o'clock, yeah. and uh, we'll be right back after these words. So when Ralo Tsawa passed, he passed into the uh, Dorje Neljoma, mm. Vajiyogini Pure Land. Yeah, yes. Uh, uh, to the Vajiyogini Pure Land. Dorje Neljoma, Drachan. Drachan. Okay. 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 Uh, uh, so I'm, I'm sorry. So Rimache said, so when we speak of uh, secret sangha, secret mantra, this is what we're talking about. So we gave the divisions, the four classes of tantra, action, performance, yogic, and highest yogic tantra, and gave the examples of uh, Ralotsawa uh, and so forth. And then Rimache said Ralotsawa was, when he passed, passed and was born into the Vajyogini Pure Land. Then <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so it, it says, so if you have, let me keep going. The Bodhisattva levels teaches that when your spirit of enlightenment is stable, you also easily accomplish the collections of actions, pacifying and so forth. So if you have this, you also quickly accomplish ordinary spiritual attainments. Wherever you are staying, there will arise no fear, no cause of fear, no famine, and no harm from non-humans, and you will quell those that have already happened. You will quell those that have already happened. Let me just make sure. That I think that's where it ends. Let's see. Okay. I, it stops right there. Uh, quell those that have already happened. And Nipa Tsik Chi and Sumba the Tsik Mambo. Nipa the Tsik Mindu. The Sachi Nipa Sanga. Nipa Sanga the Tsik Mambo. Sumba the Okay, okay, so I was just making sure that number two, there's really not any commentary. The secret mantra and the second knowledge mantra, there seems to be this excessive amount of commentary. So it is that. Okay, Deeg Song Rinpoche. Yeah. Sumba Tsar. Jipa Also, so number four. Also, after death, you will have little trouble and you will be naturally healthy in your next life. Even if harm does arise, it will not last long or be severe. That's number four. Jip Okay, so even if some harm does arise, it will not last long or be severe. So, so even if there is some harm that does befall you, so this is still in number four, even if some sort of harm does befall you, it won't last very long. It'll be very short. Uh, and it won't be bad at all. It'll be very minimal uh, amount. Um, so that's all in number four. Nene? 
Okay. So number five, when you engage in the welfare of living beings, giving teachings, etc., your body will not feel tired, you will not be forgetful, nor will your mind degenerate. Okay, Okay, so um, number five again is when you engage in the welfare of living beings, giving teachings, etc., your body will not feel tired, you will not be forgetful, and nor will your mind degenerate. Number six, if you are one who abides in the Bodhisattva lineage, you naturally have few dysfunctional tendencies. Once you have developed the spirit of enlightenment, the dysfunctional tendencies of your mind and body are extremely slight. Um, so, uh, once it says, if you are one who abides in the Bodhisattva lineage, you naturally have few dysfunctional tendencies. So, it says in, in texts that once you generate what is called great compassion, you ignite the Bodhisattva lineage. Um, it, it, as a note, it's before you're a bodhisattva in terms of the seven-point cause and effect, but it ignites 
the great vehicle lineage. Uh, it turns it on, if you will. It's an ignition for it, uh, a step of ignition. So that great compassion comes after one recognizes sentient beings are our mothers, remembers their kindness, wishes to repay their kindness, generates love through the force of attraction, and then great compassion. So it's said that when that great compassion happens, then that ignites the Mahayana lineage, the great vehicle lineage. Um, so uh, you have, so once you've, you've gotten to that point um, and you've ignited the lineage, um, you still have those steps to go to, to bodhicitta. So you've gone through all of those pre-steps. So by the time you've ignited that lineage, you really have few dysfunctional tendencies, to, negative tendencies. And it says, the dysfunctional tendencies of your mind and body are extremely slight. So the unhappiness that is related to your body, the unhappiness that's related to your mind is very small. Uh, it's slight. Um, and it's because it says you're abiding in this bodhisattva lineage. So once you're abiding in that, your tendencies have changed altogether. You're a completely different being who has very minimal amounts of those negativities that are still present. Um, so it's saying once you're there, you have slight negativities anyway present. Um, uh, so, yeah, that's it. So that's number... Uh, 三十个人的新疆三毛的月华的 Lesso. And then Less 
Okay. Okay, so uh, here it says the second benefit. Um, hold on, no. If you are uh, if you are one who abides in the Bodhisattva lineage, so it speaks of the Bodhisattva lineage here. Um, so what is this speaking of? Because when we w when we think of things in terms of lineage, uh, it's the same word that's used um, next to Buddha uh, when we say Buddha nature, Buddha lineage. Buddha potential. That word potential, that word nature, that word lineage are all just choices translators have used to translate this word reek. Um, so uh, here in this case, it's speaking of specifically a bodhisattva lineage. Rinpoche is saying one enters that bodhisattva lineage when he or she generates great compassion. So great compassion is the qualifying realization that uh, makes one enter into this bodhisattva lineage. But there's also the Buddha lineage, or Buddha potential, or Buddha nature, that everyone has. So everyone has Buddha nature, whether he or she is a hell being, hungry ghost, animal, human, demigod, or god. All beings in the six realms of cyclic existence have Buddha nature. That's different than Buddha nature or Buddha lineage. Um, so that's, what, that's what's so hard sometimes about translation. Everyone's heard Buddha nature, Buddha nature. But it's the same word here as Bodhisattva lineage, Buddha lineage. Um, so that's why this commentary becomes important. And that's why using the same words all the time becomes important. Because Buddha lineage is what everyone has. Bodhisattva lineage is what someone who's generated great compassion or above has. Um, so everyone who is a sentient being has Buddha nature, has Buddha lineage. Uh, why is this? Because all sentient beings have mental consciousness. Mental consciousness can be divided into two categories, non-mistaken mental consciousness and mistaken mental consciousness. So it is the non-mistaken mental consciousness that we say is the Buddha nature. And that non-mistaken mental consciousness has two potentials or has two uh, qualities. First, it has the ability to purify the misdeeds that it contains. Uh, so the non-mistaken consciousness has the ability to negate or get rid of the mistaken negative consciousnesses and all the misdeeds that have been created. So specifically, can purify the misdeeds. So this mental consciousness that is correct can purify the misdeeds. Secondly, 
in terms of ability, this mental consciousness can eventually cognize all phenomena, has the ability to become omniscient. Um, so it's because of this mental consciousness that there's a platform for this to occur. All sentient beings have a mental consciousness, therefore all sentient beings have Buddha lineage. But that Buddha lineage doesn't mean they have Bodhisattva lineage because that Bodhisattva lineage is qualified by having reached that great compassion level uh, when we look at all sentient beings are our mother remembering their kindness, wishing to repay their kindness, love through the force of attraction, great compassion, and then those post steps of extraordinary attitude, then bodhicitta. Um, so th that's the difference. This word lineage, that's what it's referring to. We could also call it bodhisattva nature. Um, but this word nature, we should really try to stop using and just say Buddha lineage uh, from now on so that we can start to have concurrent uh, lexicon. So um, I'm going to try myself as a translator to start really being specific and using only certain words um, that I see can be expanded into the, the greater categories. So um, and if anybody can, wants to help or has suggestions after class about that in the short form, I'd, I'm open to it. Um, so the, this bodhisattva lineage, Buddha lineage, these are speaking of very different things, but in terms of the lineage, the meaning is the same, that, that it's a, 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 con a, a continuum of something. The continuum of the Mahayana, the continuum of the Hinayana, the continuum of, of uh, uh, the Buddha, um, the potential. So that's why sometimes they use even the word Buddha potential. But if you used it here, bodhisattva potential, it doesn't work. So that's why we need to stick with one word, lineage. So, and it's, and this is something I forgot. Rinpoche put it in. He uh, heard, I forgot. Um, all sentient beings possess this Buddha potential. So that means that all Christians have Buddha potential, all Hindus have uh, Buddha potential, Muslims, all these beings in other religious traditions have this Buddha potential. I'm sorry, Buddha lineage uh, as well. Buddha lineage. Everyone has mental consciousness. Mental consciousness is not truly established. So everyone is the same. Everyone shares this. So this is number six. It, it deals with uh, the Bodhisattva lineage. Um, you are patient and gentle. This is number seven. 
so that if someone harms you, you bear it and do no harm in return. If you see other hurting each other, you are very displeased. You seldom give rise to anger, jealousy, deceitfulness, concealment, and the like. If these do arise, they are not intense. They do not last long and quickly disappear. Uh, so it begins with this, you are patient and gentle. Uh, we can divide patience into many, many different categories. Uh, so this word takes on a lot of different meanings. Um, generally, we just is saying the willingness to abide. Um, and then there are the categories of the patience in terms of willingness to undergo suffering, patience of sentient beings, patience of phenomena. There are all these different categories of patience that we could expand on just given commentary in this one word. Um, but here you are patient and gentle. Shan Number eight, it is difficult for you to be reborn in miserable realms. Even if you are reborn there, you will quickly get freed. Even while there, your suffering will be slight, and because of it, you will be very disenchanted with cyclic existence and generate for the compassion for the beings there. ご<笑> So number nine is uh, if uh, the merit of the spirit of enlightenment were to take form, it would not even fit in the sky, nor does the merit of making material offerings to the Buddha equal even a mere portion of that. And then we find the questions of the householder Viradatta Sutra. So remember, Viradatta was a very wealthy a benefactor during the time of Buddha, um, and he wrote a series of questions to Lord Buddha, um, and then Buddha answered him. Uh, and it says, uh, if whatever merit there is in the spirit of enlightenment had, if the spirit in, if whatever merit there is in the spirit of enlightenment had form, it would fill the entire vault of the sky and then exceed it. 
Um, so even though bodhicitta, or the spirit of enlightenment, isn't form, if it were to take on a form, the sky wouldn't be enough to hold it. So the sky would be too small of a space to hold that. Um, so that's how much merit it is. Um, so we've gone over this quote before. Um, so this shiloka sum yure, kanga logo nga injike. Gubatere no shanju senji shanju shanju senso na rujen du tuna. Okay. <laughs> So now we make these statements and we read this and doubts arise. So this is how it would go down as a debate. Says if whatever merit there is, so I'll redo re it. Rinpoche read all of it. If the merit of the spirit of enlightenment were to take form, it would not even fit into the sky. Nor does the merit of making material offerings to the Buddha equal even a mere portion of it. The questions of the householder Viradatta Sutra. If whatever merit there is in the spirit of enlightenment had form, it would fill the entire vault of the sky and then exceed it. So, the subject, this merit that is takes on form and is too much to fill the sky. Is it manifest phenomena, hidden phenomena, or extremely hidden phenomena? So this is a question Rinpoche is po posing. It was uh, the subject, this, this idea, that it, if, if merit were to take on a form, it'd be bigger than the sky would fill. Is that among these three? Which among these three is it? Hidden phenomena, manifest phenomena, or extremely hidden phenomena. Shintu kujo. Dash. Shintu kujo. Shintu kujo. Yimba. Kujo lodo yu. Lasa. Shintu kujo or lasa. Shintu kujo. Shintu kujo yina. Shintu kujo temaribe. Shintu kujo tat yenu yoro ta. Mazun tutu maro. Madu jita anda drutu maro ta. Ale. Sanji ke sun latene. Anda wate drugu res. あやんでじじゃかさじゃままるべ。そうじじゃそのこじゅら。かじとそのじじゅば。てとばにでて。てにこないしゃす。なんでんれ。ついてのまるじじゃらじそばばいんす。でじとどね。でじてやばしゃ
what it says to in the 400 verses and in Dharmakirti's Pramanavartika Karika. We find in Aryadeva's 400 verses uh, where it says, if you are having trouble with the very hidden or extremely hidden phenomena that Buddha has stated, rely upon emptiness. Gain conviction in this and then understand uh, Buddha alone is the teacher. So once you gain conviction in the emptiness in uh, these topics, then every you gain conviction in extremely hidden phenomena that have been stated by that same being. And in the Pramanavartika Karika, we find Dharmakirti stating that once you know the meaning of this, then you'll believe that. Meaning once you establish that he alone was the teacher of the Four Noble Truths, and you establish the uh, validity of those truths, you then establish the validity of other statements that were made that can't be established by anything more than the faith of conviction. Um, so the Arya Davis 400 verses in the wording, if, if you look at it, you gain conviction that he alone is the teacher. This faith of conviction is what is at the end goal of this analysis of these other topics that you can gain conviction in through inferential valid cognition through use of a sign and then once you believe that, then as a result, this faith occurs in everything else. Um, so that's what, what is meant. So that's how you would understand this extremely hidden phenomenon and believe that, oh, if this merit were to turn into form, it'd be this big. Um, how do you believe that statement? You believe it because of faith of conviction that you arrive at through establishing truth about the hidden not the extremely hidden, the hidden. So we have manifest hidden, extremely hidden. Hidden can be realized by a sign. Extremely hidden cannot. So you rely on these things that are hidden, realize they're true, and then believe in the things that are extremely hidden. So Jayan Sheva states that uh, this is show the excellence of the, the, the spirit of enlightenment, this whole thing. So it says, in whatever merit there is in the spirit of enlightenment had form, it would fill the entire vault of the sky and then exceed it. Were someone to fill the Buddha realms with jewels as numerous as the grains of sand of the Ganges and offer this to the protector of the world, far superior is the merit and offering of one who, joining his or her hands, reverently generates the spirit of enlightenment. There is no limit to the merit in this. So if we are able to think about and then start to understand and realize the spirit of awakening, look at the enormous amount of benefit that will just occur for us. So once we realize this uh, spirit of awakening, uh, we are always uh, 
continuously creating this merit, whether we are staying, laying, laying down, staying, going somewhere, whatever we're doing, we're constantly gain, gaining this merit. Once oh. we realize this, once we realize it, understand it, uh, then at that point, um, these, this occurs. It's easy to think about something. So when it's said that when you have this, when you lay down and go to sleep, your entire the younger sooner. I just want to. There's two things. Okay, I knew I was translating. It stated that if right before you go to sleep, you have a virtuous state of mind, then your entire sleep is virtuous. But before you go to bed, if you have misdeeds or negative mind, then your entire sleep becomes non-virtuous. If you have a state of mind that is neutral, or literally that which has not have been presented in Scripture, if you have a state of mind like this, then your entire night's sleep will be a, 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 a karma that has not been presented in scripture, which translates as neutral all the time, but the word is lumaten. It's not presented in scripture. Lung ma den. Lung. Okay, so now we're into another category. Uh, so Rimache said, let's do that next time. Uh, and yeah, that's it for today. Thank you, everyone, for coming. Thank you for listening well, Rinpoche said. The concluding mandala offering and dedication prayer. The fundamental ground is scented with incense and strewn with flowers, adorned with Mount Meru, the four continents, the sun and the moon. I imagine this as a Buddha land and offer it. May all sentient beings enjoy this pure realm. Whatever virtues I have collected for the benefit of the teachings and of all sentient beings, and in particular for the essential teachings of Venerable Lozandrapa to shine forever, I send forth this jeweled mandala to you, precious Guru. I dedicate all this virtue to emulate the knowledge of the hero Manjushri and likewise Samantabhadra as well. With whatever dedication is praised as supreme by all the conquerors who traverse the three times, I also dedicate all my roots of virtue for the sake of auspicious deeds. In that pure land surrounded by snowy mountains, you are the source of all benefit and happiness. All powerful Avogateshvara Tenzin Yatso may you stay until samsara's end. I pray for the long life of the precious Kensar Wandak, upholder of scriptural and realizational doctrines, spiritual friend who trained extensively in the five great philosophical texts, Exceptional wisdom and perseverance. Tuji Rimachi Gutsi Shapi Denon.